Hello everybody, my name is Enrico Vannucci. I am a short film advisor and programmer. This is Short Talk, a podcast by Talking Shorts. In each episode I will meet with a professional from the short film circuit. We will talk about their work, careers and festivals. It's time to discover our guests for today's episode, just after the intro. Hello Ben, welcome to the show. Uh, it's a very pleasure to have you on this podcast episode. Um, again, we are recording, unfortunately, via Skype due to the fact that everybody is still at home and we are not, there are no festivals around to where to meet or markets. Um, and so, as usual, I would like you to start by saying your full name, your role and the organization you basically run. So, yeah. Yeah, so hello, Enrico. First of all, thank you very much for asking me to be part of this podcast, uh, podcast or whatever it would be in this period or not. Just that, let's just put that a bit aside. Unfortunately, we're in this situation, but that's nothing to be changed about. So my name is Ben Van Andala. I'm from Belgium. Uh, I have um, a production company, which is called Becky Films which is uh, a thing that is existing for a few years. And um, a few years ago, I decided also to, to, to focus more on distribution. That's when uh, the, let's say, new branch uh, came out, which is Radiator IP sales, which is now my main focus on. How, how, how long is Radiator? Now it's like... It's, like... it's, it's, it's really, the, the idea started uh, with being producer and co-producer of several Flemish short films, mm-hmm. because it all started in 2009, but that's something I will come back to later. It all started in 2009, but, but because of that, in 2014, I had already, uh, let's say, a portfolio of a few short films uh-huh. that I started to think like, okay, how, how can I manage to be able to go to all festivals in order to break, breach in the, the career internationally, the only way is to get more films because it's impossible to produce every year a very uh, successful short film and at the same time attend all the festivals in order to grow your network. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, being that being said, in the beginning of 2014, there were the beginning signals and that's when I went the first time to Clermont Clermont-Ferrand with um, a catalog that I printed with four films on there. Okay. So aside from the films that I had, and luckily at, in this year, I mm-hmm. had a, a film that was in competition, The Smith, which I was line producer of, mm-hmm. um, and uh, from Wim Geudes and Thomas Barton, it, was, it became to even win the Canal Plus Award in the end at the festival. So but that was basically the starting point. And then gradually... Um, because of some films that were doing well, Flemish films, from David Van Damme, for example, The Way of All Flesh. Um, And then I added several other films, of which is uh, Get Ripped by Leonardo Van Dijl, for example, Uh, then Lilith from Maxim Stolowerk. So there is a few people that were in the bunch of of directors, and we all knew each other. So it was almost a a no-brainer for me to say, okay, what about me representing your films? Because I'm pre- I was doing that already since 2009, since Shimiani by Philip James McGoldrick. So 
anyway, so that's the starting point of which all of those films are obviously still in my lineup. And they, those are more, more, my pro, most precious ones. Although until this moment, almost none of them are making a profit. All of them <laughs> made it possible. Yeah, that's very honest. And I mean, I feel very bad about it, but I'm doing more than I can, I think, to make this possible. But those ones, those mm -hmm. was the core. So those ones gave me the opportunity. So that's where I could put my intention on, okay, this is working with four films. So from four films, then some more films came. And I was able to make or expand my network of people. It's also in that year, Enrico, that we met. Yeah. Because it's in April 2014 that we met in winter, uh, sorry, in Go Short, in Amagen, of which is a, a, a it's I, there. I think, I think, no, I, th I think we met in Cloud Mon the first time, and then we met again in, in, um, Probably, in, in but the, the real, the yeah. real meeting, the real meeting was in Go Short. Yeah, no, exactly. Amagen. Yeah, the real oh. one, yes, because I mean, like, I have to tell you something, but I will say, tell you publicly because it's you know, kind of funny right, right now. I mean, like, but the first impression I had with you was like, who the fuck is this guy? Really? Seriously? <laughs> like, I was like, what? <laughs> you were like larger than life when I met you in Clermont. It was like, okay. Um, but, but you know, and, and you still have that character of like being larger than life in a way. I mean, like, I really don't know how you can manage to do so many things that you do with the energy that you do it. So for me, it's like very compliment because I'm not like that yeah, at all. Yeah, for saying that. I, 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 on the other hand, like I said maybe before, I have no idea sometimes how I'm doing it, but <laughs> it's it's working out. So I just continue and try to make the the things that are working better. Because when something works, never change a winning team. That's a very important thing to as as a thing that I cherish very much. I mean, that's why, for example, in the new office that I created in those days, and I still am creating mm -hmm. on my disc the lab roles of my first film that I produced, Shimiani, is on my disc, that I constantly am reminded of where I started. So that's very important. Yeah, I mean... In every like, case. I, I, I think, like, um, you know, um, I've, we've been working now for, yeah, several years together uh, in terms of, like, uh, working relationship of, like, uh, me providing... <laughs> the, you providing me films for, <laughs> you know, several... Uh, waivers and options and blah blah yeah. so that's no it's a very good collaboration so um and i have to say that um um that i i can see very much how um how much effort and how much passion you put into into things and as i, I mean like i will try to rephrase a little bit more for people that don't know you um and even though a lot of people in the industry know you but i mean like especially uh, what I'm trying to mm -hmm. achieve with this podcast is like to present people that um, course, yes. but don't know to present to people that don't know uh, the industry to know some people that are kind of like the, the foundation I would say of, of this uh, uh, short film circuit um, so uh, I mean what, what I like of you uh, and which I find it's totally you know different from other people that work in the industry in a totally different way but in a successful way as well um that you're really attached to the projects you 
distribute because it don't only distribute them i mean like since the beginning you are like uh, scouting for for projects when they are still ideas and so in a way you are more even a producer uh, or a line producer or an executive producer i don't know how to phrase it but i mean like somebody who is attached to the project since the very beginning has a clear idea about that and helps the project become project become reality then of course with several projects you were like involved since the very beginning with others you were like uh, came in a little bit later but this attachment this commitment to the project it's you can see it and you can see it of the way you talk about um, the project you represent and of course i mean like we might have different tastes uh, sometimes of like there is something that you really like that I don't or it's like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not convinced mm -hmm. but I mean on, on some projects uh, um, you know it was like uh, that, I, that I, I also share your, your views of like okay this is this is a really great uh, film um, you, I mean but no matter of that I could say that you always put the energy in everything you do and, I, I, and again I will say I don't really know how you can manage to do it because <laughs> for me it's yeah. impossible. Again, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm again trying to find that out. But I mean, to come back maybe and to jump on why I'm, why my reason? Because I basically, to tell you, I started as a producer and mm -hmm. not as actually as a producer, but as an editor. Mm -hmm. That's. But I will come to that later. Um, which is important, I would say, is that for me. The reason, the main reason why I want to be involved from the very beginning, even before the idea comes there, mm -hmm. because that's also many cases that I was even at the source of, a, of an idea. Um, but it's all about planting and it's about planting seeds. It's about, I, I'm planting, I was already six years ago, while I was starting in 2009 as a producer, I got the, the idea like, okay, if I'm into this, I need to plant seeds the moment I step foot in this industry. And I need to put them in the way that, that I can be going around. And while I'm doing that, make those connections grow. So making roads and constantly put seeds and walk those roads over and over again and give them what? And the more you do it, the more trust, confidence, etc., comes out of that. And that's how organically, basically, the network was growing by itself. Because all of my contacts, I basically never had to scout on a real way. And by that, I mean that projects came on my way. Because I was introduced by a friend that I met and that I made friends of to another project that then led to another project and then that led to a successful other project. And it's, it's since that moment on, it's been an avalanche effect. And it's not in one direction, it's in multiple directions. And one direction breaks out in clusters and the other breaks out. So it, it's, it's reached the point now that I'm luckily in the position, although I'm not making money that I can live off this, that I'm in the position that I can really choose even out of the things that I already have on the plate, I even can choose in this because I'm being contacted on a daily basis for people to, to want to, me to distribute, produce, or whatever their, their thing. So, but that doesn't mean that it's, 
it's profitable. So that's what I'm working on now, to make this mm -hmm. that I created, to make this profitable in a smart way. By doing the same things, even less of the, the let's say, bullshit things that I, I learned bullshit things, maybe the, the, the things of um, a, a bullshit rule, eh? rules, like they say, bullshit rule is a rule. <laughs> Okay. Um, I didn't know the uh, term, but uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's something that's being said, and that's basically something which says that why should you stick on rules like you need to work hard to achieve a lot? That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. You need to work smart to achieve a lot, and if you work smart, you can make it work like this, that automatically you can work less and less and less and have more and more traction. That's just a different thing. You just need some time and a good plan and confidence and a lot of support from the outside. So that's why for me, I consider working with you, for example, or with Marcin or with Wouter or with all the other people, none of them are competitors. There is mm -hmm. nobody that is competition. The only one that's competition is myself. Mm -hmm. That's very important. That's the starting point. Out of that, everybody makes their own idea because what makes for me very important in order to, how can you achieve to reach an, a top level in an industry which is very difficult, which is full of sharks and full of bullshit and blah, 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 ego tripping, whatever, which totally the film industry is, for sure also in shorts, how can you manage to reach the top very quickly is to surround you with the best people in the industry and that's what i've been trying to do and, and that's what all the plants that are now and some of them are trees you are one of them or is a tree <laughs> and on others and aside with partnerships that i created with festivals etc and like organizations like the european shore pitch animart uh doku fest there is many uh things that are in that road to, to, to reach a point that are being put in place. But again, I will have to walk over and over again, and I will do that in order to keep on watering those plants because that's how your foundation grows. And then you can have something sustainable and then everything can be a playground. And that's, that's, that's when it becomes very interesting. I mean, like, uh, I, I was thinking about this metaphor you, you know, came up with and um, well, I would say that, especially in this time where everybody is stuck, um, the seeds that you planted are important. Because, uh, uh, of course, it's like the work has been affected for everybody, because there is no festivals, there is no places to go, yeah, and uh, there is basically films to submit sometimes. I mean, like, it's a mess. <laughs> Actually, it's a very mess. Um, but um, all this work that you've done to establish yourself in a way, yeah, I think I can say that. Um, it's You can see the fruits at this very moment of all this watering the plants for, for so many years. Of course, but at the same time, Enrico, at the same time, I try to completely reinvent myself, but like completely. I, I can totally, like I told you, I'm starting over from scratch with everything. I'm reorganizing my whole company. And why? Because there is 
this opportunity, although the the source of the opportunity that is com coming is is the coronavirus, which is unfortunate that lots of bad things happen. But this is an opportunity. I see this as an opportunity. So I said, okay, I can continue in what I was doing and go through this period as I was before. And basically, at the end of this, so this is an opportunity once in a lifetime. So for me, it's I see this lockdown and obvious fruits that I'm uh, collecting or harvesting from um, from all the work that I've been putting in the, the many years before, for sure, 100%, because what I'm doing now is, like I said, I've completely used this opportunity of being in a lockdown to completely change everything and rethink of everything with all the experience that I've been doing and with all the technology, blah, blah, that's around to use this in a very smart way or in the smart way that I think. I'm not saying I'm smart. I'm just doing stuff just to really point that out. Um, and then, then I will know for myself that I maximized this period in, in order to see whenever we will go back to some kind of a normal and in the future more normal, but will, which probably will never happen, that I will be prepared on another way because I know that many of the assets that I might have made, so the trees or the seeds that I planted, because the seeds, it's not only network. Network is the most important asset, mm -hmm. but obviously, and that means that there are ideas, which are also seeds that I might have had not long ago, that I saw opportunities that I could make money with, that now, because of Corona, are completely out for a long time. And by that, I mean like the strategy consultancy and so on. That's something which uh, is not something that will come back easily because this is involves investment and blah, blah, blah. So that will be for sure cut in all the budgets if there was already. And you know what I mean? It's giving consultancy to filmmakers that I'm not collaborating with. And I was trying to find a business model through that which I could think that it might be working because of experience. Now I realize like the time that it would take me even to bring this out, by that I could completely create another idea. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing now, is to create another idea, or not another idea, the same vision, but a more thought into depth about what the next steps will be. So I want to make sure that by the time that we're going back to that stage, I will be more than ready than before I stepped in in 2009. Yeah, yeah. So I use that 10 years of experience and I will make this in, in something. Uh, anyway, I'm trying. I don't know that I will succeed, but the only thing that I can do is I can try. Otherwise, I will not know. No, I, I totally understand about uh, uh, what you said um, regarding uh, the opportunities. And, um, but also, I mean, how, how much do you miss uh going to festivals uh or like going to going around like meeting people but obviously there, there were there were good and bad moments in this a lot because most of my time i was i was getting on the, let's say uh, a ratio of four to five times a month being abroad or on a festival minimum yeah uh, because there were periods where it peaks and then it goes a bit down. It's it's a, like I was saying before, it's a bit double. Again, I see it as an opportunity because I was running so hard and doing so many things that um, 
I could never catch up. And I was getting very worried at, at several points, like, when will I have the time? And I remember that we were, we were talking about it, and not only with you, to, to say, okay, let's try to less the, the festival visits. We've been saying this for two and a half years. The yeah. more we talk about it, the more we visit. So it's, <laughs> it's becoming, again, stupid, because you yeah. know what I mean? And so that's, that's, again, something that all of a sudden appeared and appeared in, in, in front of me like, okay, now there are no festivals and there is no one, two, three, not, and then bam, and it's cascaded and it was avalanche effect and all over. So it's like, okay, next time will be, ooh, long time from now. We do not know. Yeah. So that's why I was really thinking like, okay, this is the best opportunity to completely try to reinvent what I've been doing. No, I mean, like, it, 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 it does make sense, you know, um, 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 but I'm kind of curious to see, I mean, like, it's like, uh, what, what, is, what I was uh, meaning about missing, it's not about only the social part of that, you know, of which I guess everybody miss a little bit to have fun with friends uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and see them once in a while. Or, or quite often, depending how much you travel. Um, but um, it was it was more how how much you miss that part of like as you said networking or like finding people by chance uh, because somebody introduced you to and they said okay oh this is a a project that it's interesting and if I didn't come here. Uh, I would never find out uh, that kind of thing, you know, of like that yeah, chain but, reaction, that 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 avalanche yeah, effect. Mm. There is one thing I I don't believe in if because if my mom had a mustache, it would be my dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no, I don't believe in coincidences. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, because again, like I was saying, this has to do with your seeds that you're planting. Yeah. Because I don't know which project will 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 come in front of me, but if a project comes in front of me and it feels okay, yeah. And intuitively, I, I'm I'm drawn to that. Yeah. Then I will go for it, regardless of what the. I mean, that's the main. That's the core thing, actually. Yeah. For me. And then, then, so yes, obviously I miss this um, because it's a fuel, but at the same time, now I know I have enough on the lineup for the moment. I, I need to first make sure that this is all going very well, and then anyway, the rest can come. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, like, no, no, for, for also that's one of the reasons why I was uh, uh, saying that probably now it's, it, it's a good time to check how the uh, the seeds that you planted in all these years uh, are, are 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 doing so how how many became plants and how many mm-hmm. died in that sense so um so uh, regarding like a little bit um, more about um uh the distribution um aspect uh how many films do you usually pick now uh, uh per year let's say more or less it, it will be around 10, 10, 12, something like this. Mm-hmm. But again, that's, a, that's not such an easy question to answer because what is a year? What is considered a year? Because you yeah. can have a film. I can, for example, pick up a film or be collaborating with a film that is finished, but uh, we're trying to get a good premiere, a good world premiere, and 
you're you're going for the A list, the top A list first. So yeah, okay, then you need to wait. But in the meantime, there is another film coming uh, alongside, and it could be that that new film goes on 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 festival run before the other one, and then the other one follows. Or so, so it's it's very difficult to predict this. Yeah, no, I mean, like, but um, um, my point so was like, be... you don't work with many films, basically. No, 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 no. That doesn't mean that I have in the back catalog a lot of film because now I have about a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for, for 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 films that have been that's for the the the, the x amount of years that I've been doing this yeah. because a lot of them are. I'm also co-producer or producer in them, so that's that's totally logic. But uh, the main thing is to focus on on a, on a on a selection. That's that's the most important because that that selection again is a breeding ground where all the rest, if if there is other opportunities, they will come out of the ground of what the films are doing. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I mean, like. Um... Regarding the selection, can you tell me or, you know, tell the audience mostly, because I, I know a little bit about your selections, actually. But um, what what are the kind of films that you would like, that you like to, to work with, uh, let's say? Because it's like, just saying distributing, I think it's limiting. So what are the kind of films that you, uh, yeah, like to work with? Yeah, but... Uh... That's uh, for me. Then, then I, I come back to the fact that I'm not really distributing films. I'm distributing a collaboration between teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, the first step is how I make a selection of the movies. Mm-hmm. It's more like how does it match with the people that are coming on on the way, or how do we meet, or how those are the most key. Um, assets in order to choose or not, and because most of the time when you go on a on a on a trip together for for uh, with the, a film, it's it's like giving birth to a child and blah blah, putting it out there. So there's lots of things involved with that. To you better get along and you better match, otherwise it will not be a good ride. And why would you do a bumpy ride when you can do it? in another way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so basically i mean like um the first thing you see or like you you pay attention to is like people right of course yeah yeah i mean like it's uh i know it's it's nice i mean like it's a nice approach actually i mean i like it's, it. it's because it applies to everything i mean it applies to it's I, then I come back to the fact it's, it's just like a feeling or an intuition, like ah, this this feels right or this doesn't feel right. Or I'm not saying that I'm right in that all the time. Totally not. But sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. That just it depends a bit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, because I mean, like uh, I mean, like I'm I'm thinking at this very moment uh, about this approach, and I would say that on paper it makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And but that that again that comes into the thing of making choices all the time and making choices of okay you can do mass mass things or whatever or you can choose to say no I I want to focus on something and I want to believe in something that 
is something special. And again, something special is a bit of a weird saying, because when something is special and everybody wants to be special, then everything is special and then nothing is special. So, <laughs> you know, so it's all very personal as well. So I'm, I'm, I praise myself very lucky that I can do this in this way. But again, that's something that, that took a while to, to reach this point. Yeah, I mean, like, so, so uh, it took like 10 years, basically, or oh, even more. Yes, it yeah. took more or less exactly 10 years, because 10 years ago, 11 years ago, almost on the date, we were shooting in Poland, in Szymiany, the first short film, which I was producing with others. Yeah. So, uh, and that's where it all started. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah, I mean, like, actually, now you think about Poland, I mean, like, you know that the first time I saw you, like, as again, many years ago now, I thought you were Polish, seriously. Yeah, but that, I, because I was hanging out all the time with Polish people, because I, I got, I was, I was, my eyes opened the moment that I came the first time in Poland, I immediately fell in love with the country, because it was something that I had such a misconception of, mm -hmm. coming from Western Europe with my eyes closed and blah, 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 it opened up. That's maybe the thing that I miss the most of all the things to come back to the question about festivals and, and the, the whole thing. It's the variety of meeting different people from different cultures on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. That's something that I now can say that after a long time, it makes you a richer person of what you can see, how it works in Poland, how it works in Italy, how it works in Colombia, how it works in Australia, whatever. No, no. It... Out of those things, I, 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 I know that's, that's basically the thing that I miss the most, the variety and people and cultures that you meet and what you can get out of that. No, definitely. I mean, like, it's, uh, I, I would say the same. I mean, like, that's, uh, that, that's something that it's really missing in these time, the fact that, I mean, it, it's, it's nice to be home in, in a way, of course, um, but um, on the other hand, it's like, uh, it, 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 it really important to meet people and, because you meet cultures and that open, opens up your mind. I mean, exactly. Um, I, I don't know you, but I mean, like I'm thinking about uh, my, um, I don't know, path, I'd say, I don't know how to call it, um, but, um, and, and I'm thinking about um, the first, you know, also how my taste developed through going to different places, to going to different festivals that were presenting different um, programs uh, with different films that uh, probably I would have never liked like 10 years ago and now I kind of love um, and all that was affected by the fact that uh, I, I, I traveled a, a lot. Of course, um, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And, and, and not, not only by the fact, you know, I could have seen those films and now even more it's like very easy because 10 years ago it was still DVDs um, but now it's all online so you can see everything basically if you have a Vimeo or a YouTube uh, link so um, so you could see those films as well at this very moment but if you see something in a different environment with different people maybe they talk about that you start to to understand you start to get some something that you couldn't get alone in your room watching a film that you will never get if you're not in the right 
spot, I guess. I mean, it, for me, it's like that. I'm not saying that it's for everybody. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so what you're saying, it's like, it really rings a bell for me. Yeah, because for, for me, those, those things also have to do with, with um, being able to reflect with each other because the industry that we're in is really difficult. And now with, with all what happened now, I see this again as an opportunity, but for, for film teams that are on set and so on, it's not like opportunities now. Now this is just like economic crisis, very simple. Yeah. Uh, this is not that will be settled very quickly for, for them, but that's why, let's say, we are in a more fortunate position, but still in the industry, which is getting lots of smashes. But at the same time, all people are watching all of our content now. Yeah. And or there is possibility for So that's where I see, again, an opportunity. Because yeah, um, you're working on that at this very moment. I mean, like, I know it. So, I mean, like, if you can explain it to to the audience, I mean, like, I think you're doing a lot of work on that and you've been doing this researches, I would say, for at least two years. Yeah, yeah. And now now it's starting to a little bit all fall in place because of the time and the, the time that I can spend. So it's not so so rushy. But one of the things as well, it has to do with the small things like uh, the details on, for example, like you that do the midnight spaghetti and the midnight spaghetti in some Airbnb where we're sitting with 10 people of which three are random yeah. and somebody makes a joke and that joke can change everything. For I, I have so many stories of random, which I again say is not random because it's coincidences that appear. Um, it's... it's uh, that's what it makes it very worth it. But I'm, I'm sure that will come back. So that's the only thing is now to make sure to make something sustainable that I can continue doing this for the next 10 years. No, no. I mean, like, and, 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 and the, the attention you're paying to, um, you know, platforms online, uh, for, for sure. I mean, like, I, I haven't seen it in many people, actually. I mean, you're, you're really specializing on that. Yeah, I think I think that that's a very important thing because you're in a niche of a niche of a niche, so you can exploit that at its maximum. And I'm just trying to find out the right way to do this. Yeah, no, and it's 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 totally fine. I mean, like it's 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 uh, it's something like uh, every time I listen to you about talking about these uh, new opportunities, I'm always like amazed how how you know you you can. Um, in a talk for hours, basically about <laughs> about all of this stuff, that which is in a way very complicated, because um, it has to, a lot to do with uh, uh, algorithm and, and 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 stuff. But but on the other end, very um, very simple. Uh, the way basically it it's uh, it basically structured. Um, also, another thing. Well, we were discussing before recording a little bit, and uh, and you were listening to quantum physics, right? I was no, not listening. I was looking at visualizations of quantum physics. How <laughs> okay. how that works? Uh, no, I was just in interested in because I have ideas in my mind that I have very much difficulty to 
even for myself to explain uh-huh. because my mind is a washing machine going on 500 miles an hour yeah. just to give just to give you an idea an average on average that statistically counted a person can have about 50,000 thoughts a day that's an average that actually everybody has uh-huh. so you can have less and more i can assure you i have at least 10 times more <laughs> at least <laughs> So it's I, I, it's sometimes very helpful, but at the same time, it's very, very tiring because sometimes it's not easy to turn that up. Anyway, that's why I wanted to try to find a way how something looks. And I think I found some way that I can explain something easier to other people what is in my mind. Mm-hmm. And that's I just tried to because I, I just got a hunch. And I said, like, oh, why, why not try this? <laughs> No, I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree with you that you are really, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, overthinking sometimes. Like, oh, I, no, I don't know if overthinking is the right terms in English, actually. Uh, but, uh, I mean, like, you're thinking a lot. Probably it's better to, to, to phrase it like this. Um, well, yeah, I'm overthinking sometimes as well, for sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Way too much sometimes. But anyway, um, no, but I mean, it, 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 it's, uh, it, it, it's, this is exactly what I was meaning when, uh, when, when, I, when, when I said before that the first time I saw you was like, oh, okay, who is this guy? Because you were so large in the life and you are like that, you know, as, like with lots of inputs, lots of ideas, but it's, it's this kind of like raw genius. I don't know. I mean, if it, if it's too flattering <laughs> in a way or it's like uh, too offensive, I don't know, <laughs> but it's like really like, um, yeah, but it's a positive thing for me, you know, this being this volcano of, 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 uh, of, of energy. And, and, and I think it's good for, for everybody who is around you. Um, not only the person that work with you, but also, you know, it has positive vibes in, into um, the full industry in a way. Yeah, but that's because that's like, first of all, thank you for saying such nice words. It's very nice to hear um but that's that's for me and that's what i i started now to to in a literal way to see uh when i now started to grow different plants that i was trying to i'm uh, not trying i'm actually succeeding in regrowing garlic that i bought just in the supermarket just uh-huh. the, the 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 good feeling of seeing that thing grow and I'm not kidding, seeing it more than one or two centimeters grow during a day, uh-huh. uh, that feeling is very rewarding. And it's the same like, and I'm realizing that that's the same which, which I've been fortunate enough to be able to, 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 to do while I was doing or starting up Radiate because it all has to, it comes down to you're only as strong or as good as the network you're part of. And I don't mean that that uh, in, in the sense that um, I, I, I take it more like this. To, to explain it very simple, in order to learn or to become the best in something, mm-hmm. it's not about going, which is very smart to do then, is going to see, okay, who is the best in what I want to become the best in. 
it's then to go and ask or ask advice or to collaborate or be in the circle or in the near of people who are the best at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then it's the, the point is there to observe and make out of your own truth, not copy this. Because okay. if you would copy a plan that would work, then you would always be second. Yeah. Because you would be a copy of the best. Yeah. And again, like I was saying before, nobody's competition, only yourself is competition. So you don't want to be second best of yourself. So you want to be the best at whatever you're doing. And a sales agent can be the best in many different aspects. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be necessarily in making millions of dollars. I think you understand what I mean. I'm not going to more, but the point is that it has to do with learning from around you and surrounding you with people who are the best at what they're doing. Yeah. That's how you become the best at what you're doing. And that's how simple it is. I, I mean, like, I think we are really very philosophical today in a way, but I, I like yeah. it. And uh, and also I was thinking right now that you, you should do some course on on coaching or something like that for people like teach something like this because it's uh, yeah that's true I mean like uh, I totally agree um, also I mean like another thing is like that you work alone basically um, yes yes which is totally not easy because that means that I'm in a constant dilemma with myself mm -hmm. I have to make decisions and do things that are looking sometimes way too big for one person, but yeah. I need to take a decision in order to move forward. And that's been going with many ups and many downs. And I would say if you would that put that in a percentage mm -hmm. or in a number, I would say that it's 900 times failing out of a thousand and maybe a hundred times succeeding. And then out of that hundred, 50 will come out. And then, so the percentage really that 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 comes out um yeah it, it has to do with also something which is called it's 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 a, an allegory of of what what uh, is called what they say in in planning of making plannings it's uh forts and knights and mm -hmm. what 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 to mean by that it's very simply explained is first look at all the forts you have meaning the certainties yeah which is your family, your your parents, blah, blah. In my case, it's my parents who are my biggest supporters ever and always been and are all the time. That's one fort. Then the collaboration, the connection that I have with you and with others in the industry, that's another fort. So, and nights are the things, are the, the wild ideas that go between them. Yeah. You see? Yeah. And that's like, okay. And it's not by conquering a fort. I don't see it as conquering a fort. I see it as, okay, there is many forts, and I, I make sure that I can visit all those forts, but I, that I'm okay with all those forts. So we can all collaborate. So we can make roads that you can easier go from one fort to another. Yep. And that's, okay, that's again very philosophical, but that's how I think I sh I'm, should look at it. Because if you break it down into such pieces, everything becomes very more logical in a way no i mean like i i i i, I totally understand what you mean of course because also I'm, I'm i'm part of that network in that sense 
Um, so, um, but but also, I mean, like, um, yeah, because because I think that you, I mean, even though, as you said, I mean, you work alone because you know it's your own company and you're the only employed people and employer as well. Uh, but you have a lot of collaborations going on that are mm-hmm. that are really fruitful for you and for all the people that are around you. So in that sense, as you said, I mean, like you, you made a, meta- a metaphor again, but I mean, like that's that's a meaning basically. It's like uh, y- you're not truly alone in in that sense. Like you are for low, let's say, you know, for uh, managing the company. But uh, what you do, it's like not only you yourself. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Because the the time that we are doing this talk, the thing that it will result, everything has has a purpose. It's it's very simple. I mean, it's it's coming back to the fact of with who you surround and the way how the surroundings work. That's how what you will get out of it. What you put in of there in there, and that's that's something that doesn't mean money or something. That's just yourself, and that's that's for free. And it, it, again, it has to do with perception because I can really tell you honestly that, like you t- were saying before, that. I'm working a lot and I'm 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 actually working a lot but if you really would would count it into hours and 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 uh, the amount of percentage that I'm just sitting or hang now uh lying or hanging in my my hammock in my living room yeah um the percentage of hanging in my hammock is way higher than the percentage that I'm sitting behind a computer yeah, yeah. And way way higher, I mean like 60, 40 or 74, 30. Uh-huh. So by just saying again, everything has to do with perception. Yeah, but still, with, the, I guess that the, still the brain is working on the AMAC as well. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So you're working and, in a way, <laughs> don't cheat. <laughs> yeah, but about working, working could be thinking of what next plant I will, will try to do. Yeah. to grow or something but that may might have nothing to do with what i'm doing but that might give me an idea of ah oh, if i do it with the plant like this why not try it with how i'm trying to sell a movie or how i'm uh, trying to approach this or why not try something different yeah 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 no totally um so uh can you can you tell me a little bit more instead of your first years so basically your background because uh, uh, you said that mm, you started 11 years ago and and you started as uh, a producer and also no yeah. editor first yeah no actually yeah. i i studied i studied editing i yeah. studied editing uh, so i'm i'm i have a degree in in, in editing but when where, where did you take the degree which which school at the ritz film school in brussels mm-hmm. uh ritz school of arts it's called now Back then it was called Ritz, but now it's called Ritz, Ritz School of Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically, because I, I was in, in, in high school doing something pretty normal before, I, when I, in my grammar school, I was in a, in a Steiner school, which I think is, was very useful uh-huh. to lay a, a, a base layer. So I'm very grateful that my parents made the effort to do all those things to put me in there because that made me obviously the person that I am now, yeah. for sure. Um, but then, 
basically when I wanted to start to actually I wanted to become a VJ because I was organizing oh. parties and and I was organizing uh, parties at uh, a scouts organization and other things in in the city of Antwerp and I was my idea was I wanted to become a VJ so I could provide visuals on on uh, parties which uh -huh. nowadays you can see really a lot but i'm talking about 1998 yeah uh so before 2000 even uh i was having the idea so what 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 i want to do and i was organizing parties so i said hey i can combine that and anyway i quickly uh was bumping into the fact that at that moment it was very difficult to do video mixing like it is now. Um, mm. uh, and it turned out that I was in contact with some people that said, yeah, because I was asking, what should I go and study? And they said, yeah, you should study programming and multimedia because that's where, the, at that moment, Misha Klan, which is a visual artist from Holland, mm -hmm. which was at, at that time was doing uh, visual, uh, a VJing all over the world, but one of the top men in the beginning yeah. days of VJing. And I was in contact even with him and he said, yeah, you need to start programming and do these things. And I was like, man, I really don't want to sit behind a computer all day. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, so, okay. See what we're doing right now. We're talking, I'm talking to a computer. I cannot even see you. Yeah. So I'm doing exactly the same 15 years, uh, uh, more than 20. No, sorry. That's, that's 20 years in um, down the line, down the road. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, at that moment, I, I, I was lucky that there was a, uh, a friend of mine who was at the scouts and he was at that time starting to study at the Ritz film school in Brussels. Yeah. Because then I got an idea like, okay, if I cannot do it in multimedia, I don't want to program it. What about footage that is on TV and blah, blah. And then I started to imagine and there were already people doing this. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, okay, then I must study editing because then I will know what technically I, I can do with stuff and blah, blah. And this is the time that you, we were still shooting on six. I shot my first my very, very first first test on on 16 millimeter. Oh, wow. Uh, and by that, I mean as a as a filmmaker, because in the first year you start as an, as a, back then it was a general year and mm -hmm. then two specializing years. Anyway, I, I started to very quickly also think like, okay, I, I, I'm studying editing, but I don't think that I will become an editor because this is what I realized is one of the last stages in the process of making something, whether it will be TV, cinema, or whatever, mm -hmm. in audiovisual. So why not try out directing? And then there was some moments that I maybe wanted to become director. Okay, no, that's also another thing, but I continued to start to look uh, and from basically when I started to do the orientation mm -hmm. at the, the school that was like non-binding, there I still remember because they asked me like, yeah, what are you coming to do here? And I told them like, yeah, I'm, I think that I will come here to, to learn about uh, the technicality so I can become VJ and organize parties in Antwerp and <laughs> blah, blah. And I still remember the faces of those two teachers, like <laughs> who the hell is this guy telling, he wants to come to a film school and he wants to, I mean, 
Oh my God. I still see myself sitting there. Super funny. Anyway. So, so you see, it was not just me saying, who, who well, is this guy? <laughs> yeah. You, anyway. <laughs> so what happened is basically a few weeks down the line in, mm -hmm. the, in, in the course, I realized like, okay, this is really not easy shit. I mean, this was very, it was a, because we were in a very technical, back then there was a, slakes and there was uh, very difficult teachers i mean not difficult teachers very difficult theory that you need to learn about video techniques electricity i mean it was super technical things mm -hmm. and the ratio of failing was at minimum there was only one out of five that succeeded okay. i mean I, I i did the the, the first year two times anyway at that time, I, I also realized, because I was doing a lot of things at the same time, working in a restaurant, do, I, doing multiple things. I still don't understand how I was really doing back then. Um, anyway, I, I, I thought also I, I needed to start to work in the industry to get to know people. Mm -hmm. So I started to volunteer and I bumped into people where I started to work for TV programs as uh, doing multiple different things as production assistant or whatever and then i bumped into also some people which led me to really becoming doing vj and starting to uh, do um film on uh city parade which was the equivalent of the love parade in belgium okay back then i was then doing filming on there but basically it was partying with a camera in your hand so <laughs> Uh, but but also with an all-access pass, so I started to see, like, mm, this is interesting. Uh -huh. So that let me become a VJ for a few... Uh, I think I was a resident VJ between brackets, if you can name it like this, in in La Roca, in, in Lier, for, for uh, uh, let's say, uh, a, a year, uh -huh. where I went to film. And it's, it's one of the, the most famous clubs in Belgium and way abroad, because Belgium used to have... And is a very important player in the electronic dance music um, worldwide, and also uh, was very much visited. And one, like, Tomorrowland is one of those things, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, but the original editions of Tomorrowland were were created by, for example, making satellite companies and clubs like La Roca host their own tents. That were the original ideas with Tomorrowland. So just to, to put that aside. Uh, anyway, so in that sense, I, I, I had many parties and blah, blah, but I realized, like, okay, I'm spending more money every time I come here filming yeah. for the next week than I make. So this is ridiculous. I, I have really nice parties and VIP and you name it, like all stories, whatever, but it doesn't ring in. And I'm basically completely tired because i'm working and back then i was really working almost 24 7 yeah uh, because i was working in a restaurant on friday night but i had class until friday i had a full week of class from nine to six then i was working in antwerp uh in a restaurant until two and then i had do during the saturday i had stuff to do during the day then on saturday i worked again in the restaurant then i went out okay, it was a combination of things anyway so then I realized, like, okay, I should do something else because this is not working out. But by yeah. then, by then, I already got, like, the feeling of filmmaking. Okay, filmmaking is not like many people think when they enter film school. 
Uh, you walk in with an idea, you talk a bit, and you come out with a film. Yeah. Holy shit. Then then you're you're in it for a cold shower because the first moments that I started to realize what only mise-en-scene is, like the art direction or production design, how important that it is, mm -hmm. which color, and blah, blah. And then I'm just touching a very small part of a ginormous machine. Then I, 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 I for some moment, at, at some point, I... I had a, a fraction of a second that I was thinking like, okay, this is really not for me because this is going to take a lot of effort in order to succeed in this because this is insane. Yeah. But that, that immediately turned around and said like, okay, if it's like this, I will try it and I will do it and I will make sure that I will first see that I'm an editor and that then I can go backwards because I know what I need at the end. And then I can construct everything around. So then... Then I, I, I did some years on, on, on really graduating from the tree. So I did three uh, uh, or four years out of which normally should have been three or no, sorry, five. Mm -hmm. It took some time, but that also made me able to gain more traction on networks. Mm -hmm. And because of an opportunity, because back then I wanted to become really a short film editor. Okay. And, and, and then what happened? I mean, like what, 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 what happened that made you move on let's say from yeah but that's that. what I, I was just coming up to that point actually because I, I i started to do uh because i graduated and because of the graduation a bit before where i did my internship back then it was still the the golden days of commercials uh mm -hmm. in post-production and in, in 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 uh in production as well uh with super high budgets and anything goes and i was lucky to bump into through somebody that I was working with, that I was doing the edit of the short film, the guy who, who I was doing this during the summer, so I was helping him out. And we came onto a, a, a company where, which was already at that moment super high-end high uh, post-production, like compositing Nozon, they're called. Mm -hmm. They still exist. Um, and there I, I, I got in a, a good contact with with the people from there and I managed to talk myself into to do an internship there and there I immediately saw okay this is a breeding ground where 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 the big stuff is happening because I was sitting in in a in an in an um I say the machine room so next to the air conditioning which is 18 or 15 degrees and and, and 20 computers and Betacam players and copies to make and DVD recorders, like you, you name it, mm -hmm. and hundreds of thousands of cables. And anyway, so, uh, but there they were walking in the biggest commercial directors of not only from Belgium, but from China. I mean, I mean, I was seeing people, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I thought, okay, editor, that will be too difficult. I will become compositor. <laughs> okay. Because that's working with a tablet and that's doing special effects. It's like sky replacement, whatever, compositing, you know the, the thing what I mean. Um, so, but quickly I also realized like, okay, compositing is really not something for me because I will not learn it here because this is in commercials. Here there is so much things going on. It's so going so fast. I can barely follow. And, but there is opportunities. Uh -huh. Anyway, my contract ended there after three months, because I had a fixed contract of only three months because they could not afford, because obviously still we were in a good period, still already back then, mm -hmm. they worked a lot with freelancers. And I was 
the lowest on the ladder at that moment. Yeah. So I still see myself standing, and that was almost one of the last days of those three months that ended. I was super depressed because that ended, and what what to do now? And I, I see, I remember that day that uh, I was standing in a machine room in the part where there was the air conditioning, and what happened was. I back then had to make copies for the publicity agency mm-hmm. from uh, a clip of, I will not mention uh, who, but about a very, very big supermarket or a textile company which sells clothes. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to make copies on DVD by hand um, of all the versions, but because of living in Belgium, as you know, we have several official languages. Mm-hmm. You can imagine that this reflects also on the commercials. Yeah. So if you have a version of five seconds, which is a, a tag on or whatever, mm-hmm. you have it in French, in Flemish, and in German. <laughs> okay. And you have an agency version and, and so on. So basically, let's say you have five versions of film of the five second version. Yeah. But you have a 5 second, a 10 second, a 15 second, a 30, a 35, uh, and, and so on. So I was by hand, bear with me for a second, by hand, with the button on your remote control, Enrico, mm-hmm. inputting the titles of the, the things with every time 45 seconds, 15 seconds. But I had to retype it because there was no keyboard. Mm-hmm. So I had okay. to completely manually and there was a time pressure. So there was somebody, basically my boss, was basically almost standing outside of the window. Not that it was like this, but it felt like that. Uh-huh. When will this come? And I was at that moment feeling like, okay, what the fuck? So <laughs> I've been, I've, it took me five years to do a course that normally would take three years, but okay, I made it. So that's the most important. Uh, I'm now standing here in a machine room and what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I'm trying to, this, this cannot be. So, and that was also more or less the end of that period. But at the same time, I was like, okay, what, what will I do? Because I need to have money. But, 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 but that's when you founded your company? No, 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 no. We're long not there. So uh, then there was an opportunity that somebody was going away at an, uh, a production company, which is called Tsar, C-Z-A-R. Um, and they were looking for somebody internally to do everything with post-production. Yeah. Because they had, they were a production company back then already that had, was very famous. I knew about them. They were like top of the bill, way beyond uh, the thing that I could have even dreamt because the people that I worked with, yeah. I worked with that I was, for example, the guy who, who I was doing his, uh, Joris van Lara, his, his short film of Eclair, he was back then working with an art director and they were constantly working for Tsar. So he was telling me about that huge commercial with 535 millimeter cameras. I mean, insane things back then. Um, and that was all done by that production company. And all of a sudden, there opened up an, an internal at that moment solicitation and mm-hmm. open there was a place. And the, the person who I got the good contact at the company where I was working, Linda, she used to work at SAI. So, mm-hmm. And she knew about that. So she contacted the boss back then there. Mm-hmm. And basically two days later, I, went, I had a job there. Okay. 
So that's where everything really started. Because I mean, there, yes. No, no. I mean, so, sorry if I interrupt you, but I mean, I was really thinking about that what you were saying before, like in a philosophical way. It reflects, or no? It, it, it. I mean, like it. It's kind of obvious from if you confront what, what about? I mean, if you confront it with what you are telling me now, I mean, like in in a way, it's 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 like that. Your philosophy, sorry, uh, it it comes from your experience actually, because <laughs> it's it, it's all about uh, seeding, like putting seeds, and then uh, see how those grows. Um, in in that sense, uh, or like. Uh, don't think about uh if or or yeah about ifs and i mean like it 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 does all make sense listening to your story in that sense sorry if no, i interrupt you but i mean like no, no, it, it just it just came out with that and it was like okay this makes sense yeah yeah but i will i will also because i, I I'm, i'm also realizing now i was completely not looking at the time but i'm looking and i'm thinking that i'm really going too much in detail and a bit bullshitting so I, i will try to make it very clear <laughs> but it's essential it's really essential because again like i was saying how important the first films for me are uh that i was able to start with as important are these steps because i would never have reached this point if i never would have passed those 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 uh let's say passing points yeah because, no, i mean like it, it looks like really um i don't know what's the name in English, actually, but I mean, because I know it in Italian, of course, but I mean, <laughs> not in English. Um, uh, it, it, it's like uh, a, a second school, in a way, you know, of like, uh, even though it was not, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it's school of life. I don't know. I, I don't like the terms. I mean, like, totally, but I mean, I don't know if you yeah, yeah, get understand. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand what you mean. Um, thing is that, Let's say because I can I can go a bit quicker from this point on. I mean there was many details, but from there on. So basically, <coughs> pardon, I ended up having a job, landing a job, okay, which had six months uh, testing period. But in time, at that moment, I was like, holy fuck, what the hell is this? So mm -hmm. I'm now sitting in this office, and the office, my office, my very first real office was completely designed by that act, our director that I was speaking about before. Mm -hmm. And it was like an Austrian ski hut. I'm not kidding. A chalet. <laughs> my, 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 my office was called the chalet. Okay. Because I, I did not have any windows. Yeah. It was, I, had, I had mountain views, but it was pictures <laughs> with lights behind. And it was all with wood. And I had, I had deer antlers. Very funny. Uh -huh. making deer for later but i had deer antlers anyway so but because of working there let's say um the amount of uh, awards that they won in any and that's what i'm saying any type of commercial festival on this planet mm -hmm. it's insane they could not all fit in an office because it was so much and a lot of them even are not there i mean It's it's a huge company, yeah. But also, we were not a lot of people working there. Just say that's also a very important asset because then there was a long road. I will not go too much into deep into the details on that company is all. But what to take out of this is that I learned a lot of things to be internally working in a in a very high level 
production company where we were making commercials on a weekly basis for budgets of varying from 10,000 to up to two and a half million euros. Yeah. Whoa. So that means, no, I mean, I've been part of worldwide campaigns of Ford, of Infinity, of Chrysler. I mean, yeah, yeah. to make it more simple, there is about 300 commercials that went from A to Z through my hands. Whoa. From from the pitching stage on the, the pitching towards the publicity agency, so finding the cast and all those things, not as, as because I was not producing there. I was just as a support in post-production and because then all the things technologically were changing. So I also had the transition from 35 to fully digitally shooting. Yeah. I, I, I was in the middle of the birth. I, I experienced the birth of the red camera, Alexa, all those things. I was lucky then by having that, that network that, or that job where I was working, that it, it gave a lot of opportunities. And at some point there was a guy who, 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 uh, who was in my apartment. At that time I was still living with, with uh, some people, uh, some people with, sorry, with other people, with students who were also renting out uh, rooms here in the apartment uh, in the first years that I was working. And back then a girl that was living here, her boyfriend, was the guy Philip James McGoldrick, and the moment that he oh. entered here, yeah. the moment that he, I, I met him already briefly, and he was studying at the Ritz Film School as a director, mm -hmm. and I already uh, maybe briefly saw him, whatever. At one night we were having beers here at my apartment, and he was here, uh, and we we're having a talk, and I was already, I think, the moment that his name was presented, I was like, "Holy shit, this is an amazing name." <laughs> I want to talk with this guy. So we started to talk and talk and talk. And at that moment, he was he was busy um, writing the final steps on his script of Shimiani. Yeah. And he was, I, I was like, yeah, because I was still back then, again, going on the idea, I will become an editor for mm -hmm. short films. And this is a breeding ground. I'm, I'm working on a direct line with 35 directors of a very high level because I was having access to all those directors. I was working in a direct line with all those top directors yeah. who were, in this sense, and that works everywhere, top commercial directors in Belgium. They are very good. Other uh, they, they make other commercials. Uh, sorry, they make the money out of the commercials in order to make their fiction projects. Yeah. That's so... And as you can imagine, when the budgets are super high, that means that it's high quality directors. And when it's a worldwide campaign for, for big brands, then it's normal. Anyway, so um, I proposed to him, like, I can help you out. And, and, and uh, I would like to edit the film and I could do some copies of Digibatas of the Masters and blah, blah. But please send me the script. So he, he, he sent me the script the day after. I read the script in the office. I still see that moment as well. I stopped after two and a half pages and I took the phone. I called him and I said, can we meet tonight? <laughs> okay. Because I was reading this and I was like, I don't know that much about scripts, but the thing that I know, this is fucking good. Yeah. So this will work. Yeah. So I started to talk to him. I was like, okay, look, what is your plan? And he already was having really, really big plans. Because he has uh, Polish roots and a po an Irish passport, so 
to uh, he was born in Warsaw, that's why, uh, and he speaks Polish very well. Uh, blah blah. The thing is that uh, then I said, okay, look, if you're gonna because he wanted to shoot on film as well, but that obviously was very expensive. Anyway, to cut the long story short, I said to him like, what about having a good DOP because. I'm, I for sure want to edit this, and I'm, I see that this has a super high potential. Yeah. But obviously what I know, if, if you don't have a really good DOP with this, this story will fall. Yeah. So, but I said, like, but wait, I actually have, on a weekly basis, Nicolas Karikatsanis walking in my, my chalet. <laughs> and Nicolas Karikatsanis happened to be, and still now is way bigger, for example, one of the last big ones, he was a DOP of Aitonia, just to say, mm-hmm. uh, or Bullhead, uh, which was recorded very, very uh, at the same timing as Shimiani. So that's also in May 2019. That was a period that Bullhead from Michael, Michael Roskam was, was uh, shot. Um, anyway. We were talking about, uh, I, I, I proposed it to Nicolas. Nicolas was interested. And basically, before we knew it, uh, we were going to shoot on 35 because Nicolas said, OK, I, I will help you out. I will, if you, if you manage to get 16, I will pay the extra amount to, to shoot it on 35. So then we did some things in order to make a dossier for, for an. Uh, uh, European organization for youth in action and we managed to touch funding for that. So so basically what you're saying is like that you became the producer like just doing things. Yes, because we were doing, Philip was already talking with Sibir Marli at that moment and it's the three of us that then started to work and then it, then there was uh, another Belgian uh, producer, art director that then was producing a bit with us then we later all together were producing. So we, we, it, it gradually grew. So basically we started Philip contacting me, not me, me contacting him by, by after seeing him. Then have, he was already talking with Sieber and then it organically was growing. And then because of the place where I was, mm-hmm. I, I thought, okay, then I can contact this person and this person and this person because the production company, yeah. that's what they were doing. Yeah. They're producing films. Because it's a production company. So I was in the best breeding ground you can imagine. So I was using that breeding ground. And they, so to cut the long story short, we then eventually we went to Poland. It was a very great shoot, 35 millimeter, everything you can imagine. We come back and and basically in in, um, September 2009, it started because then there was a selection in Ghent and in Leuven. And the end of 2009, then it really shifted because we, on three days after each other, we received the selection in Clermont-Ferrand and in Berlinale Generation, and that's when it exploded. And so basically, then a lot of doors opened because I at once became, I was always the internal post-production guy who was doing copies of uh, the masters on tapes in the in the production house who was doing some stuff to the producer of a film that reached two of the a-level festivals in one go Mm. after not even a year so obviously that was the world changed at that moment and from that moment on it only went up 
it obviously went many times also very badly down, but mm -hmm. it most of the time was gradually, slightly by slightly going up. And and let's say all the rest, that's that's let's say the story what before happened, because all the rest is after Shimyani, and that's something that's okay, that's also very important, but that's something that speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, as, as I said before, I mean, like, when I interrupted you, it's, I like that I'm also hearing the second part of the story, basically. It's like, uh, I, I, I confirm that your philosophy comes from real life, I guess. I mean, like, it's, it, it, it's pretty obvious. I mean, and the two communicate uh, together, definitely. Um, okay, I've, I've, well, we're, we're going to the, to the end of the podcast. And but um, I can I cannot do it without asking you the most important question, and the mm -hmm. most important question is who is short meme corner? Uh, I'm I'm struggling with that same question every day. I'm very serious. <laughs> every day, when, when you're your hammock, your your no, bear. no, no. I have I have my moments. I have my short meme 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 corner moments. Mm -hmm. I must even I must even say that because of that, mm -hmm. and people will know what I will say now, and they will laugh because I already just by the fact of having short meme corner on my mind mm -hmm. in conversations with people of places that really are similar to Short Meme Corner, I already was having very difficult conversations sometimes and I was missing myself and I even was not realizing that I was missing or I was not and they also were not realizing. So it brings on very funny situations, but at the same time, very awkward as well. Okay. But okay. I would say it's a combination of multiple people. That's the only thing. For the rest, I have no idea. Maybe you have more idea. I know people that know it, but don't want to share it. And in a way, I don't want to know. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I don't have an idea. I mean, like, this is um, a question that I ask over um, guests that are on the show. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I've spoken to them or he, she or whoever uh, they are. Um, I, I agree that probably is a team and, and this is something that many people told me as well uh, that like it's common knowledge or non-knowledge let's say common thought uh, <laughs> but uh, but I mean like I don't know I mean like I, I don't know who or he, she they might be um, but uh, but uh, yeah and lots of people are like well in the end probably it's better not to know it's 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 funnier like that than than knowing who might be behind uh, the, the Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, because, because I mean, the whole thing is that it becomes, for sure now in this period, it became in the last, let's say 15 posts, it became very, very focused on, on, on specific things that again, filters out that it's so specific that it's impossible. The, the jokes that are happening in there are mm -hmm. things that only a few, uh, let's say, at maximum, a group of, it, it comes out of a group of maximum 50 people, not more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, no, but for sure. I, 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 rather, I rather would, would be, be uh, very happy when I once receive a black envelope in my letterbox saying, 
like with the, the short meme corner logo on there that you're you're temporary accepted that it goes with temporary memberships and that 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 it's on, a, on an ongoing rolling rolling thing that everybody at some point will participate but it's ongoing and you the the, the rule is you cannot tell that it's like this or something Maybe. Oh, okay so so oh, okay it, it's like Something like Fight Club, you know, the first rule is like... Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You become part of it. It's, it's <laughs> like, I, I, tell you, I tell you a very last, a very last funny story, which had to do, which has to do with, with, with um, um, viewer counts. Uh -huh. So uh, at some point, I don't know, and again, that's, uh, then I come back to the fact of coincidence or not, uh, that I don't believe in this. At the period, and I'm not joking here, the period that I was starting to study at the film school, mm -hmm. at that moment, we received an invitation uh, from Audiometry, which is a, a company that at that time, uh, because it was not all digital, so now it's easier to make uh, the, the, the statistics of this, but back then, it was with a specific uh, box where you had to put in, blah, blah. Anyway, the point was, they invited us to be part of the 10,000 people of the whole country which represent the viewers. Mm -hmm. So the viewer count will be measured and expanded onto the statistics that one of you, because you at randomly are selected to this. Anyway, we, we were part of that for five years and at some point we even had two boxes and I tried to influence sometimes and I think it worked. Because we had two boxes. That's just a side thing to say as a, as a joke. But I would say, in that principle, I would be happy to be part of this because you become member mm -hmm. and then you become an, an alumni, but you cannot say that you're an alumni. <laughs> you know? So it's being a secret alumni and only the people who know, they know. And maybe there are secret meetings or there are not. And maybe those secret meetings are taking place while other meetings are taking place imagine that yeah i mean like if this is like the fellowship of a shopping corner yeah mm -hmm. De yeah definitely definitely well thank the, the free freemasons for short films <laughs> yes yeah well so f thank you so much ben thank you for being a guest no thank you thank you for sure thank you and hope you to see you soon yes we will uh, see each other soon for sure Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Short Talk is a podcast by Talking Shorts, hosted, produced, and edited by Enrico Vannucci, music by Imuna Cielli. 